It's time to check in with Doc Rob and the concierge for better living. We take a real, raw, inside look at healthier living while sharing great ideas and improvements for a better quality of life. The Concierge for Better Living will help informed, intrigued, and interested listeners like you make better choices for yourselves and your loved ones. CannabisRadio.com proudly presents The Concierge for Better Living with your host, Doc Rob. Hello and good day. This is Dr. Rob Streisfeld. Doc Rob, your concierge for better living here at CannabisRadio.com, iHeartRadio, and so many other great places to connect, to learn, to engage. I'm excited to have you listening today. Thanks for joining us. Another great episode. Uh, you know, it's a lot of stuff going on these days and we're still dealing with uh, COVID. We're dealing with summer weather. We're talking about a lot of things happening in industries, but I'm excited to dive in today with my guest, Dr. Zora de Grandpre. Uh, Great to have you today with us, Dr. Zora. It's wonderful to join us. Thanks for being here. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Oh, it's my pleasure. I said, first of all, when I look at guests, people know that you know I don't really have a lot of product companies on just to promote a product or a brand. I've, I want to talk a little bit more about science. I want to talk a little bit more intention, um, some of the history of things. And a lot of it has to do with products that have to work. And I think that that's where I want to dive in with you a little bit first and foremost. There's so much we can talk about. But as a naturopathic doctor, this is one of the reasons why I wanted to have, I, I've took a less than clinical route, but I wanted to work on the products and supplement side and educate patients and consumers more so they can make better choices and be more of a participant in the, in, the, in the conversation of their better life, their better health. I know that you're a patient advocate. It's a lot of that comes with education and validation. How does that work? I know we're talking about with cannabis and hemp products. What are some of the key parts you see about quality products for today's patients or clients or consumers? Well, you mentioned that you took a kind of alternative route. I did as well because I'm probably one of the few naturopathic physicians that's also a trained organic medicinal chemist. So originally my training was for drug design. So I I approach things uh, very evidence-based. One of the issues uh, that I deal with a lot is people not understanding how to buy a quality product, what criteria are critically important in determining the quality of a product. And I I work with Leaf Report, and one of the reasons I chose to work with them is because they're, they're very dedicated to accuracy and testing, transparency for the company, uh, ensuring that the company uh, is actually producing what it says it's producing, uh, ensuring that it's a high quality product. We try to determine whether it's organically or sustainably grown. And that's one of the really important things to me is to ensure that the amount that for example, the label is telling that you that you are getting is accurate and that uh, the, the quality of the product is as high as we can determine. So we, we often do like independent lab analysis, double checking on what their, you know, what the company's results are. And there can be some big variation. Um, I have some concerns because the labels are often, they're not necessarily inaccurate, but they don't, um, for someone who's not necessarily well-versed in the science of it, they don't necessarily tell you what you need to know right away. But overall, 
I'm really concerned that the quality that the, that they're tested for pesticides, that the products are tested for pesticides, microbials, heavy metals, because you know it, it's the kind of thing people tend to forget that these are plant products. So you you do have to; they're not synthesized in a um, in a lab someplace. Uh, so you do have to determine that the quality of the product. The area it was grown, plants will pick up uh, various heavy metals from the ground in which they grow. So you want to make certain that your plants are free from arsenic, for example, as a heavy metal. So it really does for a lot of people, it really does take some extra research. And one of the things, as I mentioned, that I liked about Leaf Report was that they they we're doing a lot of the research for consumers so that they can see what is high quality, at least by some kind of standardized ranking system. No, no, it's really, really important. I spent my career, like we talked about, just doing not the typical go to medical school, start a practice, see patients. I did most of my work in the dietary supplement, natural products industry, and I've toured facilities. I've gone into the manufacturers, you know, you know, back rooms. I've asked the hard questions. You, you have to. And I didn't do that just for myself or my patients. I did that because I was a consumer advocate and educator. I'd go out there and train staff. And if I'm going to put my you know, stamp on it or any of that nature. I want to ask all those questions. And even now, especially in the days of, you know, hemp products, um, you know, CBD products, there's now, they say over 3,500 different CBD brands now available online. And that's a tremendous challenge for anyone, regardless of a health professional or a consumer, to kind of sift through this and find the best products you know, for them. And even, like you said, the, rate, the labels, they have the potency. I worked with probiotics years ago when they were talking about colonizing units. And what did that mean? I had, we had to explain the number of units to, to, to people first. Then you had to contact the manufacturer and find out what they meant on their label. Was it at the time of consumption? Was it at the time of when they manufactured it? Did there were any guarantees? The same thing applies now with different compounds in cannabis. And so much more even now. Research is needed. There's a lot more. And some brands have done a better job. Actually, I did look at Leaf Report, and one of the reviews you did, one of the brands is Charlotte Webb. And Charlotte's Webb, mm-hmm. you know, was um, is one of the more recognized brands back when there was probably three or four brands pretty much marketing their, their product out there. Um, and they've kind of held their own. And, um, of course, there's always pros and cons in any review. But I think that there's certain companies that are doing better than others, but there's always new ones popping up. This is a, it's an emerging market. It is an emerging market. It's not regulated. And I know there's people that get concerned over over-regulation, but this is an area I feel really strongly about. When people complain to me about regulation, I ask them how they'd like their E. coli provided right. to them. <laughs> uh, you know, it's uh, so it is really important uh, because one of the things, and perhaps you've had the same kind of experience, uh, when I talk to, say, mainstream physicians about supplements, you know, you get a little bit of the, you know, you get the blue, uh, black cohosh comment. Well, you know, women die from this. And I comment to them, well, as far as I've ever been able to determine, there were four women for whom uh, the use of black cohosh was temporary temporarily just time related but not causally related to liver issues right and in you know if in a a phase three clinical trial four people had liver issues that would not 
even cause someone a momentary pause. Right. Um, you know, and when it comes to uh, something like CBD, as you say, it's an emerging market. Unfortunately, humans being humanity being what it is, you're going to get people who want to make a quick buck rather than be a patient advocate and rather than, you know, provide something that can be of benefit to people. So, yeah, I, I do feel really strongly. And when it comes to research, it's still very difficult to do the research, whether sure. it's, uh, you know, there's there's not the the funding for the research there's still a great deal of fear particularly if someone wants to look at uh, THC CBD um, combinations or just to look at CBD because those areas are not clearly delineated what the le- what the legal the legal questions have not been yet resolved right and so you you want to see more information it's it's coming out quickly now but it's it's not um, it's not necessarily covering the areas of what I would think would be great greater importance. I'd like to see more done, and you see some claims that are not necessarily you know no single substance is going to be the wonder substance at all, right. you know, and people tend to think, okay, well, we can use it against cancer. Well, it has some properties that make it interesting to look at for cancer research but it's not necessarily it's not a you know magic bullet exactly and go on there's there's a lot there's a lot of things that it has potential for there's a lot of research that has been been done we're gonna take a quick break there are some specific points i want to dive into some conditions talking about anxiety and sleep and some things that are very common especially to you know everyday people during this issue the the covid and pandemic so don't go anywhere we can take a quick break mm-hmm. we'll come right back with dr zora this is doc rob your concierge for better living here at cannabisradio.com the concierge for better living will continue in a moment Elevate your every day with that Shuggies feeling, with the sweet taste of Shuggies. Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee. Ah, how sweet it is. Shuggies infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits. Make your happy hour happier with a dunk of Shuggies in your drink. Order your Shuggies now at S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S dot com or find it in dispensaries throughout California. Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Shuggies, the sweet, sweet, take-anywhere treat. Dazed and infused. Join sugar industry expert Latham Woodward for a happier hour each week for a lively and often hilarious discussion on the infusion of cannabis into food, beverages, and life. Explore exciting new culinary landscape trends with fascinating friends and guests who are leading the industry into the uncharted mainstream. Discover curated menus, enhanced cocktails, and live tastings. Life's a little sweeter here on Dazed and Infused. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. (laughs) They have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. 
Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA free and lead free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold, so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots and close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. Let's check back in with Doc Rob and the concierge for better living only on cannabisradio.com. And we are back. I'm enjoying this conversation. I knew I would. A fellow naturopath, someone that's passionate about science and the research behind it. I've got a bat. We're talking, Doctor Zora. We're you know we're talking about you know the need to kind of you know the, this this understanding of this plant, not just this plant, but plants in general, the different compounds. You know, I always remember when I was in school. And I've used this example several times. Uh, St. John's work had just become like this big buzz of antidepression, you know, miracle herb. And then the researchers started to try to dive in and find what individual little part of this plant was the miracle part that helped with depression. And they went into hyperacins and this all these different little kind of components. And they found out, you know what? It worked better when they used the whole plant. And it worked even better when they had you know more herbalist approach saying, let's use this plant with two or three other complementary herbs and, and have this synergistic result. And I see a lot of this is the potential we have with cannabis right now, I think, is to first go and look at more compounds than less and look at more relationships to other natural products than it's in its own category and is so unique. I call it a vegetable most of the time, but um, just as simple as kale and spinach, but with a few unique compounds that we need to be aware of. Um, one of the things I was just was watching a research night from my alma mater, Southwest College of Naturopathic Medicine, and they were doing a, a study analysis looking at two different varieties of hemp, a high CBD hemp. And it was interesting because they were looking at different markers for anxiety, and they found that we're talking about what the consumer or the mainstream doctor would look at. The one that had more CBD did not perform as well as the one that had less CBD, but maybe a greater balance of other compounds in it. And I found this to be extremely validating to my position, not so much a fan of those that are isolate, single compound, high potency lovers. And those are usually the salespeople because um, it's easier to sell. But um, I wanted to get your kind of comments on that. There's so much research that needs to still be done around CBD and hemp and cannabis compounds in general. I have some of my own currently underway and um, you know, excited to kind of move that forward in the next couple of months. We just had our first pilot study completed and very exciting findings. But what are your kind of takeaways on some of this, especially, you know, we know cannabis and CBD with, with anxiety and sleep and, and some of these key markers. What are some of your, you know, kind of experience? Yeah. Uh, in, in a lot of ways, what you're talking about is one of the, the core problems in the scientific method. You know, do you take the reductionist approach? 
And from um, my early training, I, I totally understand the pharmacological point of view. You want to find the, quote, uh, active principle, the active agent. And I would get into discussions with a lot of mainstream. I was doing grant reviews for the NIH, and I would get into these uh, discussions with mainstream pharmacologists who were taking that approach. We take, uh, you know, we take green tea, for example, and now we, we produce the epigallocatechin out of it, and now we test that. And I would say to them, yes, I understand why you're doing that, and it's a critical uh, bit of information, but you've got to put Humpty Dumpty back together again. Yep. because people aren't necessarily taking uh, epigallocatechin. They might, as a supplement, they might choose to do that, but many people are taking green tea and yep. drinking it. So you want to see what the effects of the whole uh, extract, whole plant is on individuals. And yeah, it's, uh, it, it's, a, it's a problem that... Uh, you know, it, it really requires a meeting of the minds. And that, that's one of the reasons I went into naturopathic medicine was because I have that evidence-based background, that pure organic chemistry background. But yet, um, I was, uh, uh, I also was very aware of the problems with um, pharmacological agents, the, the adverse effects, the side effects that, you know, people try not to talk about. And to me, one of the critical moments was you can't explain why the side effects are occurring. So, you know, if you couldn't explain it, and I re recall early on in my career talking to a Chinese physician, and um, he suggested that Western medicine takes a bolus approach, a shotgun approach. Uh, and I'm sorry, it was Chinese medicine would take a bolus approach and preventive approach as opposed to Western medicine that would take the scalpel. And the scalpel had some advantages when you knew exactly where, where to begin the cut. But the more gentle approach, preventive approach, also led to fewer adverse effects. So when it comes to um, something like, I, I will recommend um, whole plants. And as it turned out, I found out that I moved into an area which was the largest hemp growing area during World War II uh, is, is the valley where, where we moved in, in central Washington. And I, I do keep trying to encourage the farmers around here to try it again. Um, but I do find that the whole plant particularly if you are looking at um, depression and anxiety, tends to work a little bit better. But again, the legal questions bother people. In other words, if it, if it goes beyond that 0.3% THC level, I have two, I work with uh, a lot of uh, elderly senior patients and it, there's two groups. There are those that have been growing their own cannabis for so many years. Mm -hmm. They, they are a font of information for me. And then there's the group that um, seem to fall into the, the, the belief is that it's reefer madness. And they're, you know, when a 72 year old little old lady asks me, will I pass a drug test if I take this? And I say, have you ever had to pass a drug test? <laughs> no. Well, you know what? You're probably okay. So there's that concern. So in an ideal situation, yes, I, I 
will very often recommend to someone they take a whole plant extract because it appears to work better um, with pain reduction. It appears to work better with reducing anxiety levels, uh, with sleep issues. I find that a balance of the cannabinoids tends to work better. But when you have a group of people, as I mentioned, that are concerned about legality, and it's it's much easier right now to get just CBD. You know, right. you can get the full spectrum, you can get the broad spectrum, you can get the isolates, as you, man, you, you mentioned, all sorts of different delivery systems. And it's so much easier for them. And so I have worked a lot with the more purified substance. I do tend to uh, recommend full spectrum when I can. A broad spectrum would be next. Yeah. Uh, isolates is because we've got a lot of um, homegrown chemists who want to make their own combinations. So that's oh, yeah. always kind of interesting. Yeah, no, and um, I had the same challenges. Like you know, and I'm not a fan of necessarily the isolates per se, but you do find, especially as a clinician or practitioner or someone, there are certain situations where there might be that might be indicated. That might be what they need. Again, they may, I've dealt with professional mm -hmm. athletes or you know things of that nature, and they can't take that risk of even this human positioned arbitrary 0.3% THC. You know that that's so, somewhat ridiculous. I think that for me. A lot of it came when I was researching things like our body produces this anandamide, this positive molecule that makes us feel good, that makes helps us with depression, helps with us a synergy of good digestive health and good environment, ecosystem in our gut. You know, this all works in synergy. And then, you know, it, it just when I read that the more you take the antidepressants, the, the pharmaceutical drugs, the side effect mm -hmm. is a, a reduction of anandamide production. So basically you're, it, it tells your body to stop making the feel good molecule, which makes you that much worse. And that to me is one of those triggers that says, look, what's better? You know, do we want to promote our own body's anandamide production and support its own immune system and its own health and vitality? Or do we want to just give something to wipe away a symptom today, but know that down the road is going to be much worse off. And that's regardless of your person in front of you, age or otherwise, you start explaining them those facts. It's like, yeah, I'll give it a shot, you know, hopefully. So, yeah, you know, the, the idea to uh, humans have evolved along with cannabis over the millennia. And while I think humans have also achieved a great deal in science, I think it's a little bit foolish and perhaps just a, a, a little bit uh, pompous to think we've got it figured out, whereas millennia of evolution, we're, we've got it figured out better than millennia of evolution. Right. During the COVID-19 thing, I've been telling people, you know, oh, well, will CBD help prevent an infection? First of all, no research and no particular reason to believe it. So I go back to the standard. Eat well. Yeah. Make certain that your nutritional state is as as optimal as possible. Exercise. Get your sleep. Um, you know, and wear your mask. Wash your hands. Maintain social distancing. Those are your best chances of uh, you know relying on your own body to take care of itself. Is often just the best route to go by. And you're right, you know, that kind of rebound effect that you're talking about, uh, we probably are witnessing it more often than we realize because no one tests for that sort of thing. <laughs> exactly. it's, it's relatively rare for someone to say, okay, you know, you're taking drug X. How is that affecting the rest of the regulatory network? 
you know, whether you're talking the immune system, the endocrine system, or anything else. That's why we need some more of these good health detectives. A lot of them are naturopaths trying to get to the underlying issue, the underlying problem. I love it. We're going to take one more break. We're going to come back and wrap up. We've got a few more questions. It's been really insightful. And uh, definitely been my pleasure. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back at this quick break. This is Doc Rob, your concierge for better living here at CanvasRadio.com. The concierge for better living will continue in a moment. Doc Rob, the concierge for better living. Cannabis is just one of the many great plants that we have on this planet called Earth that we can use consciously and intelligently to improve our well-being. Take a real, raw, inside look at healthier living while sharing great ideas and improvements for a better quality of life. Learning to live and live well is a lifelong process. This is a journey. It could be you could be 80 years old or eight years old. You can still learn something that's gonna make tomorrow a little bit healthier, a little bit easier, a little bit happier, a little bit better. The concierge for better living with Doc Rob. Only on cannabisradio.com. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now. About a game for your phone, gonna make you say, wow! The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash. Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash. Little by little, your empire grows large. Put different celebrities inside your entourage. You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Cheech and Chong. Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong. The name of the game is him pink, that's the point. Download and play while you light yourself a joint. The business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot proved by the man who run high times. Oh yeah, get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. Let me welcome Nick Hexum from 311. We've never heard things like your music when it first came out. It's like to mix the reggae with the punk and all of that together was just such an unusual sound and and we loved it. We realized we're not going to copy what's on the radio. At the time, it was all grunge that was on the radio. And I said, let's just stick to what we know and wait for a culture to come around to us. Hey, it's Nick Hexum from 311, and you're listening to Cannabis Confidential with Dr. Dina on CannabisRadio.com. Let's check back in with Doc Rob and the concierge for better living only on CannabisRadio.com. And we are back. I knew I was going to enjoy this conversation. I know we can talk for hours. I have a feeling we'll have to have you come back on. There's so many different things about dietary supplements or natural product development formulation. You know, um, so many different things to think about from that kind of relationship, not only does that have to make sense functionally, which I've done some product development and the product was amazing, except when I got to the pricing of it and the ingredients, no one was going to use, no one was going to buy it. And there's these things that you have to kind yeah. of go back and forth about and, and, and you understand that. And I love that you have this different mindset. You come from that analytical science research-based mind, the scientific method, but you can understand there's some things that are, little bit beyond that that have to take into account different facets from energy to you know the body's own abilities to things we can't even see i mean it's been something we've i've learned so much over the last years and that to me is something that i don't think will ever stop keep on learning keep on 
engaging for new information. This cannabis category allows us not only to grow into that, but so many more. I think one of the other areas, and I'm not sure if it's hit your radar yet, Doc, but you know, even psychedelics um, and, and mushrooms and things of that nature, psilocybin, they're starting to do the same thing now. It's another big emerging category. And from an antidepressant standpoint, uh, I go back to homeopathy a little bit. The microdosing, the smallest amounts seem to have such a dramatic effect. It, it's something that even with cannabis, I, I always like to implore that even small amounts can have a dramatic effect to your physiology. People don't have to constantly keep going for the highest and highest and highest dosage in any of these products. I think that's one of the takeaways I always like to emphasize. And I absolutely agree with you. My mantra is start low and go slow. Oh, yes. You want to start with as low a dose as possible, various delivery methods. Um, some, some make it a little bit easier than others. For example, if you're using a tincture, it's a little bit easier to measure out smaller amounts as opposed to a capsule, for example. Um, so, you know, I encourage people to start with as low a dose as possible if you t- you're trying a gummy for sleep, for example. Most of the gummies you can cut into quarters, maybe into eighths, but so, let's say quarters. And you start with a quarter and try that for a few days and keep a journal to see how it's affecting you. Um, Are you maybe sleeping the same amount of time, but waking up feeling more refreshed? Well, that's a positive result. And then if if you feel that you can still improve along those lines, then for another week, maybe take uh, a half, but very, very slowly while trying to you know, as objectively as possible, ascertain what your responses are. And then when you found, you know, maybe you're sleeping seven hours a day and you're waking up actually refreshed, there's no need to go any further. You're doing what you, you know, sometime down the line, maybe you'll find you need to adjust a little bit, but stick with the level that's just achieving what you needed to achieve, as opposed to somehow thinking you're going to catch up with uh, 20 years of sleep deprivation. It's, it's not going to happen. If you're talking about pain relief, again, uh, if topically, you know, you start out with a pea-sized amount of the topical, and then you see what that does. If you need to do it, usually with topicals, it's easier to do it more often versus starting off with a larger amount. And give it some time to work. Um, I think in this culture, people are kind of trained to think that it's going to work within, you know, if something doesn't happen within five, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, half an hour, it's not working. I got to increase it. Um, In while it is true that CBD, for example, has a very wide therapeutic window, it is not true to think that if one is good, two must be better. Exactly. So the mantra is start low and go slow and, and, you know, be patient with it. Go ahead. No, no, I just was going to say it will work Uh, for most people. I always laugh because I've dealt with sleep issues myself. Um, And as a matter of fact, for myself, I've found that using oils with roughly two to one uh, THC CBD uh, works the best. I always laugh saying I've got 10 different methods for to, to help people sleep. And they're always combined, of course, with uh, meditation, dietary approaches. But when it comes to supplements, I've got 10 different methods. And people say, wow, 10. I said, yeah, the first one usually works on 90% of people. The second one works on 90% of those remaining and so on. Yeah. Well, then why do you have 10? I said, because nothing ever worked for me. 
So I've come to the point where, um, you know, I have have found what works and but it was a long process and you know when it comes to your health uh when i was raising my kids i always said you're the only one that's going to be with you for the rest of your life it's worth taking the time and effort to do that process of start low and go slow to get the most benefit out of it out of whatever approach that you're taking for for your own health uh, that you know you're you're making a huge investment in yourself and i think it's it's worth everything i think you're right on point i think you hit the nail on the head there sounds just like me as a naturopath and so much more to talk about but i appreciate you taking the time today sharing with us some of your thoughts Loved and the it. insight and i'd uh, love to have you back on sometime again soon thank you to everyone at cannabis radio for helping make this happen and all you listeners out there for sending in questions and comments and referring guests i love it we're a big community and uh, again we're going to keep this going forward um thank you dr zora for, again once again for joining us today and uh Thank you. And as always, I wish everyone all the best in health and happiness. Take care and be well. opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.